Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Mitch Harley of Perspective Podcast, who offer personalized coaching to help you create and launch your own podcast, as well as a full service production and editing services. Hey, Mitch, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Hey, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on that and tell everyone, you know, where are you with your business today and who do you love to work with? Uh, yeah, so where we're at with our business is uh, we're in the middle of kind of a transition. Our, it's been evolving. We started the podcast two years ago with no idea of where it was going to take us. And we just kind of followed the road and and ran into people and networked and then it was like, oh, this is a need that we're seeing in the market. So let's address it. And then that led us into something else. And now here we are uh, offering not just, uh, I mean, podcast coaching for sure. I, I think that's probably the number one need in the podcast world right now. So we've opened that up. But also um, we started offering, of course, all production services because we have a media company. But the big one was uh, our 1% math, um, masterclass. Uh, method because we wanted to give all this information to people and make it uh, attainable and make it affordable so that even hobbyists could jump in and say, hey, that's worthwhile for me. And then we could increase the value content of podcasting as a whole rather than just for the elite. Nice. Um, wh- where are your, where do your clients, where are they at when they come to you? What challenges do you, do you find you have to help them to like overcome always right at the start so that they can really you know, hit the ground running with with your coaching yeah so uh first of all i think with any coaching you have to want it you have to see that you actually need it and the the challenge is getting people to admit that mm-hmm. because everyone thinks they're a rock star and that's that's not a harp on people but i use the analogy like no matter what high level sport you're into whether it's hockey baseball football guess what you know what they have coaches. So even the best in the world at what they do have coaches, they understand the importance of coaching. And until you understand that there is always someone above you, there's always someone with more understanding or a a better perspective, or maybe just a different perspective, and that's valuable, Mm. you're not going to go anywhere. And so the challenge is getting people to understand, hey, you need coaching, and then followed up by the challenge of, I'm that guy, <laughs> not convincing them they need a coach. And then they go find him. Oh yeah. You need a coach. Cool. I'll go find one. You know, no, no, I'll wait, 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 wait. Oh, I laid all the groundwork. Oh, okay. Come on people. Well, I did. I did the first part. Good. 
Well, and then once they get into the coaching and then they understand, it's like, oh, these are all the things I need. My eyes have been opened. Now, you know, what do we work together on? What don't you offer that I need to go get? What are all these things that come with it? But people, they don't know what they don't know. Mm. And so the, the challenge is getting them to accept that there are things they don't know. Oh, now that's, that's an interesting take. I think no matter what industry you're in, no matter what you do, that understand that awareness of, oh, shit, I am the problem, or here is the challenge. Um, I mean, podcast, it's, it's a great example. Well, number one, we're sat here actually doing it, but, you know, get yourself a microphone. Uh, apart from that, you can just get cracking, can't you? There's all the software, free, paid for, you can just pick it up. So you can, <laughs> you can overcomplicate this and never get started and try and get all the stuff, get it all perfect, be an amazing editor. Or you can just like pick up a few things. But actually, forget that. Just pick up your phone. You can just start from your phone. So the level of entry is so low. However, I guess that brings its own challenges. Absolutely, it does. Because what that does is it, I think everyone should try it. Like I have a lot of opinions on podcasting. I think even in the personal development world, I think everyone should try podcasting um, because there's so many benefits to it. But as far as people that say, Hey, I want to make this a long term, I want to have a sustainable model. It gets to a point where you can't play with sticks and stones anymore. Like you got to start up in your game a bit. And a lot of people, they, they think that they can just kind of coast through it and that they're so confident in themselves that, Hey, I'm going to become the next Joe Rogan in my living room. Sorry. People don't owe you anything. Listeners don't owe you anything. You have to earn it. And that's a message that people just are really struggling with right now. And some podcasters get it. They really do, but some don't. And some are thinking, no, people are interested in what I'm talking about. And it's like, no, they're not, they're not. You have to make it interesting. There's a niche for everybody, but if you haven't found yours, have fun with two views. Well, I guess it's also the reality of it with everything, whether it's your business, uh, your website, your podcast, it's about what are you trying to achieve? What do you want? What are you trying to do here? And if it's just, I want to just talk and spread some value. It's like, God love you. Go for it. If you want to monetize it, well, then you need to have a different strategy. If you actually want to reach the right people, you can't just hit and hope, you know, design a good website. Fantastic. If there's no SEO, no uh, lead generation, no strategy, it's just like a shop front in the desert. No one's going to find it. So yeah, I think no matter what it is, it's all about strategy. All about what, what are you trying to achieve? And then how can well, you get there? It, is that clarity. And, and with any business, um, but especially with podcasting, because you have such a wide variety of people getting into it. Like I come from the roofing industry. Roofers are an interesting crew right? Like they have very specific mindsets and there's two kinds of people. There's people that are roofers with a business and there's businessmen that are, have roofing companies and you can see the difference. And some guys think, Oh, because I've been doing this for 20 years, I'm the best there is. And you can't teach me anything. And they mm. die off. So this is an industry now that is still in its infancy stages that is evolving. Our programs and our coaching is going to have to evolve with it. Mm -hmm. So in a year, in two years, am I going to be coaching the same stuff? I think some of the fundamentals will stay there. There's definitely going to be some of the technical and logistics that is going to evolve with time. But the number one thing that stays, and I predict will always stay the same because it crosses boundaries, is clarity. And if you don't have clarity, your program won't go anywhere. 
you won't be able to serve the people. So to say, oh, I want to bring value and I want to bring a message. That's great. You need clarity on a couple things. What is your message? And stay within those parameters on your show. Stay consistent within those boundaries. And who are you serving? You can't serve the masses. Like you're, you're not Honey Nut Cheerios. You, you can't just serve everyone and their dog. You have to pick, who am I serving? What does my ideal audience, if, if they were one person, if they were an avatar, what would they look like? What would they listen to? Where would they be listening to this? Like have clarity on who you're talking to because guess what? You will bring value to them because you'll have them in your mind when you're speaking to them. Mm-hmm. And you get to know them. Again, we're, we're just back. It's just business sense. Any business, you've got to know who you're selling to. You want to know who, who actually, who, you, who do you fucking want to work with? Who do you want to engage with? That counts for so, so much. So yeah, this is nothing new. It's just been able to understand exactly what do you want and how do you get there? So with the clients that come through, to help them get that clarity, what's that, what's that biggest sticking point, would you say? Their biggest holdback or the biggest thing that stays with them? <laughs> Hopefully the sticking point, the thing that, that's held them back that you can help them to shift or at least yeah. fucking see. Yeah, so a so couple points that need to kind of um, come together is one, that this is an industry. It's, it's not just a, a boys club. This is a $2 billion industry. So if you want to take advantage of that, you want to become part of that industry on its growing method. Like last year, there was 100 million viewers increased worldwide to podcasts. Mm. So this is an upward trajectory. That 2 billion is going to grow. So how do you capitalize in on that? So stop thinking of it like this is just me, you know, wanting, this isn't just another social media system. This is an industry that you are being, have the access to get into. So Mm. you have to overcome that obstacle. And this is, that's, that's where the differentiation between hobbyists and people that actually want to have sustainable models, you, you have to divide, you have to choose what you want to do. And that's completely fine. There's nothing wrong with either side. So that's, that's a huge point. The other point you have to recognize is this is not TV. We have video form content, but this isn't, you know, Fox news. This isn't a sitcom that you sit down, like stop focusing too much on production quality because the majority of podcasts are audio. Like that's how people listen to it. Yes, we use video form content. It's becoming more popular. Absolutely, I'm not downplaying that at all. But it's the listening. It's the conversation. It's the quality of of content. And when you take those two things and you put them together, well, now you have a recipe for success. So this is where one of the bane of my existence is, of my existence is people that will not focus on content or worry about their voice quality until they have the perfect mic. So right away, if someone goes, oh, what mic should I be using? Unless you don't have a mic and you're out shopping for one, if you have a mic that works, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anything about a mic. I don't want to hear about upgrading your mic. It's you know, I just Dude, this is let's let's break this down to the the person behind that because it's it's all gonna it's easy to get hidden behind. Oh, I need the right camera or I need the right mic. It's all excuses. I need the right platform to be doing this. It's it one, it can be legit. Two, it can lose focus. There's two things: focus and clarity. Those are the two things that you need. It is 
instrumental across pretty much everything that you do. So, but a good mic. Oh my God, get the, the world's class mic. If you're not any good at what you do, it's only going to further highlight that. It's going to get the imperfections in, in high def, isn't it? So yes, it's great to have the best quality. Yeah, it's great to not let it sound like it's, it's too, yeah, you know, you're in an echoey room. But practice, you've got to come across. I mean, it, some of that it is took, settings. It's not even everyone, quality. It takes people time to get good at anything. Video, audio, coaching, whatever it might be. Yeah. I, I use the analogy like an expensive mic has features. It has benefits. But if you're not taking advantage of them, what good is it? I, you know, up here in, in Canada, everyone knows hockey. Well, you can, you can play minor leagues with a $500 hockey stick. But if you don't know what position you're playing, what good is it? And even, even me playing like rec league, like men's league, a $500 hockey stick, I'm not good enough to take full advantage of its capabilities. So what good is it? Dude, just so right. I mean, I in the corner of the on studio, that stick? I, I can see my guitar. That's like, is that a cheap guitar? No. Am I good at it? I'm, I'm okay. But I'm not amazing. Why? I haven't practiced enough. But I've got the thing there. I know what it can do. Oh, my God. I know what a legendary player can do with that thing. Oh my God, they would make it sing. Can I? Kinda, but I'd give it a damn good shot. But you've got to If you want to be a better guitarist, buy a better guitar. Nobody says that ever <laughs> because it's not real. But, but dude, it might help that's me, but it might help me. It gives me, the, it gives me the way to, oh, that's why it's not, I can take it away from myself, put it on something else and I can hide behind the tech platforms, everything else. Now, dude, now you, now you come into our world. Now you come into the unforget yourself world, which is, okay, all this tech, all these platforms, all this stuff, dude, we're just two, we're just two guys. We're just two humans going, cool. How can we fuck this up? How can we make this better? What do we do? That's what it's all about. You go back in time to when radio was kind of the entertainment source. And, and you think of the, the story War of the Worlds. Like we're talking fuzzy radio. But because the story and the way it was presented was so unique and enticing, some people thought the world was being invaded. Like some people thought it was real. Oh, shit, I heard that. Yeah. Their kids in fear on this little box radio. So if you think that people will only listen to you because of your mic quality and your camera angles and all this minutiae, you're, you're kidding yourself. You have the, I haven't, I haven't labeled it yet, but like social media syndrome and social media has trained us that certain things are important when really they're not. Social yeah, media has trained yeah. us that view counts are important. Social media has trained us that followers are important. Social media has trained us that trends are important, uh, that looks and aesthetics are important. In podcasting, you have to take TV and social media and throw them out. And, and coaching that out of somebody is extremely hard. I had to coach it out of myself. Mm. So I know how hard that is. Yes, but this is the thing. And we all get to see what, what's important for us, for our brand, for what we're trying to achieve. Maybe the aesthetics are important for some people. It's like, good. If that's helping you and that's what you want to achieve and what's actually moving you forward, super. Don't let anyone tell you what you should and shouldn't be doing. You get to have these sort of global aspect on, okay, let's talk at it from this perspective. 
so it's trying to find those rights. I think trying to find the right thing for you. Just don't get hung up on things that do hold you back. So let's turn this into like more from the, the business perspective from, from, from you. So obviously, as, as you've been growing this, you've, you've come into this probably thinking, oh, this is going to be fucking easy. And then you started to see all these things with, you know, we, we were chatting away offline saying this is, this is similar to when the internet started. That it was so hard to have a point of entry. And now and then it gets really easy. And now the world's flooded with everyone trying to do this. So you have to try and find your way of how, how do you be seen? How do you get your message across? How do you do things in the right way for you? So in your journey personally, what's it been like for you as you kind of navigated these challenges or challenges that you're like, you, you never saw coming? No, um, when we started this, we actually thought that it would just involve into a business coaching um, world because that was kind mm. of where it was leading us. And then what we realized was the market and the people we interacted with, they kept coming back to the same thing. Tell us about your podcast. Well, you have a podcast? That's super cool. How do I want to, I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I don't know how to do this. Oh, I have a podcast, but this happened. And we're like, we have all the answers. Why, why are we just not capitalizing on that? Why are we yeah. not bringing this to people? And so we're like, maybe we scrap the business coaching. We have it. Like it's an option. I can definitely help you with your business. But why don't we take all those principles that we have, all the resources that we created and just translate it into podcasting? Yeah. That's what people want. They want to grow it. Everyone wants to monetize their show, but they have no idea how. And everyone wants to use a podcast or they know they maybe should be using a podcast in their business. Mm. But how do they see translation? So you have to explain to them that it's not about your ROI from the show, but rather from your business and it's a marketing strategy. And, and you kind of have to translate everything for it and so we just said why don't we just do that and for me like i have a public speaking background lots of training in that uh a teaching background uh with with courses so for me creating a curriculum for somebody to follow was actually pretty simple mm. and between my partner's technical ability to teach and and then between the two of us bringing a personal development you know course and and angle at it we kind of just had this whole round thing and then we we started targeting a certain group of people and we just realized like man to land a few of them would be really cool but we're missing out on so many other opportunities so why how do we open this up what do we have to change so that we can open it up to literally anyone that has a podcast mm. and how do we make it attainable for them and so that's what we built nice so really following what the voice of the audience what, what do they want what do they keep asking for and hold on, we, we can actually deliver this. Maybe we should. So I guess it's beautiful that you could sort of see the opportunities and, and follow that. Um, so as you've gone through that, so you've been in, you know, this is your, 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 the next transition for you. Where are you focused on going forward? And what is it that's like, what are you not looking forward to? What challenges can you see coming up that's like, ah, yeah, I can hold that arm's length. I, I'm, I can't, I don't want to get to that just yet. What is that? Um, my, what I'm not looking forward to is the amount of people that are not ready to grow that are demanding growth. And, and that's what, that's what I'm kind of in right now. And it weighs me down in the morning. Um, because it's frustrating because there's so many, what do you mean by that? So 
people that um, have unrealistic expectations of their role in the industry. So every, like we said before, anyone can have a podcast, like for a very low cost of entry, you can be a part of the show. You need a mic. Yeah, well, you don't even need a mic because most computers have a mic. You, you need a computer or a recording device. Literally, that's it, an access to the internet. And you can have some sort of, you know, baseline podcast. Mm. So, but it's, but everyone has the same expectation. They have, they, they look at the unicorns, right? The, the 1%, they see the, when they're scrolling through TikTok, they don't see the, the you and me podcasts. They see the, the high-end professionally done corporate-backed podcast the celebrity podcast, guess what? There's a strategy for those guys. There's an investment. There mm. is a, a marketing team. There's teams in place. Like if you watch Joe Rogan, do you think for a second that he doesn't have 50 plus people working on that show? Like get real, get real. Do you, do you know how much that show costs to run just for like wages and hiring out and subs, no matter how they run it, whatever their business format is, it's a business in itself. So if you think that your podcast is any different, if that's the result you're trying to achieve, you have to treat it like a business, except you just don't have a brick and mortar front. You're, you're doing an online business. It takes an investment. So if you're not willing to get there, then don't expect the same results. But everyone thinks you can get those results because they're, you, you know, they see the YouTubers at home, but even high-end YouTubers that film at home, it's scripted and planned and strategized and marketed properly to get to where they are. Like mm. there is no freebies in this world. And, so you, you mentioned that this is this is the thing that that either keeps you up at night or this is the thing that <laughs> makes you frustrated. How does that impact you? What is it? What does it change in your approach or how you how you reach out to clients? So, what I've done now is instead of as much as I want clients, I mean that's the goal. Let's not hit ourselves. Um, instead of focusing on trying to get people to buy my product. I'm just out there pumping out content in the form of comments and posts, adding to things, not even talking about a product, but just saying like, stop worrying about this. Here's something to think about. Here's some market intel. Just bringing that all in front of people so that when they say, oh, I need to know this, maybe I should go to Mitch. Then at least then it's qualifying better leads. I'm not saying all those leads are going to turn into clients. But at mm -hmm. least now you have people reaching out to you with substance and then they can make the decision from there if what you're offering makes sense to them. Because you also want to be aligned with your clients. We don't have products like McDonald's where it's just a cheeseburger and it doesn't matter who you are or what your lifestyle is. Clients in this situation, they have to be aligned with you. And even mm -hmm. if they want to grow, if they're not someone that's compatible with you, if they don't have a similar teaching learning style, it's just not going to jive and it's, it's a waste of money. And so I, I definitely try to cater to as many people as I can, but it's about qualifying those leads. And so what I've been finding is because I've not been doing outreach, but because I've been putting quality posts, been doing research on the posts that I put in so that they're valuable, the comments that I put on are up building and they're not just fluff, that they're actually substance. And then the, the TikTok videos, I do little uh, like two, three minute videos I've been doing lately sure. where it just starts with a question like, how much does it start to how much does it cost to start a podcast or what mic should you be using or things like that? And I give a little bit of an explanation and then that's it. And those have actually been performing better than check out my podcast or here's a podcast highlight because, and, and people are 
gravitating towards this. Hmm. Well, so it's all about what's, what's in it for me. That. What's in it for me? What, why should I watch that video? If it's a question that I'm asking myself, but I haven't been bothered to Google or haven't found the right answer that I want, yeah. you'll still be interested. So yeah. value. So we've self putting out so many posts and you know, being in the comments, doing your reels, doing the TikToks with this. Do you find that it was, was it a night and day difference between the, the people coming through the engagement you were getting, or has it been like a slow burn? That's like, okay, stick with it. And I can see that there's a definite shift happening. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit more of a long haul. I was thinking, I don't want to say overconfident, but I was so happy with the result we came with our products and, and being able to offer because I could see what it could do for people. And, and we have testimony, like we have proof. It's not like we just came up with this and we're like, oh, this is so great. It's like, no, we, we've worked with a, a bunch of podcasts. This isn't just a new thing for us. Mm. But trying to get people to understand that their show could benefit from these services, we didn't expect it to be that much of a hurdle. We didn't expect it to be um, as resisted as it has been and resisted by people we really are surprised why why are people resisting them what is it what is it that's so holding a couple them things we've been there's been huge resistance from so facebook groups are a really good opportunity because you can get in front of a like-minded people mm. and i don't view facebook groups as like oh these are people i'm going to sell to but i'm also going to let them know like this is what i do because so the information i'm bringing is because of this but i'm being stonewalled by group admins because they're like oh no selling and i'm like i'm not selling I'm not, I'm not selling because I don't want everyone here as clients. Some of them don't deserve this, but I am going to tell them who I am and where this information is coming from. And I don't, I think that's fair. And they've been really blocking me. So now you get these people that are creating these groups saying, oh, this is support. And this is where we bring value. And as soon as I try to bring value, it's like, no, you can't. So are that. you, so by doing that, I'm in an awful lot of Facebook groups and it's, it's interesting seeing this play out. Some people are blatant about it, um, is, which is ridiculous. But from what it sounds like you're talking about, if you arrive and try and just add value and help as best you can, do you think it's the worry of the, the group owner, the admins of, hold on, you're actually taking my job there. You're actually giving more value than I can. You're more experienced than I am. Is that what might be playing out? The only thing we can, because th we've had long discussions about this saying like, how do we, how do we tap into these groups without being those guys, right? That we all know who they are. And I get bombarded with them too. Like, don't think I'm naive to, to that. But I think a lot of them are too, are either oversensitive to mm. people with products or they're trying to sell something to themselves and they view it as a threat. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing is with podcasting is what we've realized is the services that we offer, we actually didn't realize how unique they were because yes, we have a marketing company. Yes, we do editing, but that's not our focus. Those are mm. services we can offer clients, but that's not what we actually want to do. <laughs> you know, we, we will, but that's not our drive. Our drive is to teach and coach and level up shows so that they can be the best of their ability. Our job is to show you how to strategize, how to market, how to become, you know, a, a business model. Uh, and I think what's happening is you go in a lot of these groups 
and they just want to talk about how to upload an RSS feed, or they just want to talk about their Spotify account, or they just want to talk about their mic or their camera angle, or what does everyone's studio look like? Like, I'm sorry, but if, if you want, you know, uh, a beer league podcast group, then, then go do that. But if you actually want to bring value, you have to talk about things that increase value of your podcast. And that's where we're getting a little I'm going to say frustrated. I don't know about Devin. I'm going to speak for me. I get frustrated. No, be, be honest. It's like, fucking hell. Why don't people know this? Oh my God. Yeah. And so I bring something to light and people are like, oh, that's, that's really interesting. I never thought of that. And it's like, you have 10,000 people here talking to each other and nobody talked about that. Like guys, you, you need to focus on different things. And what I'm seeing is what we're bringing to the table is fusing business sense, personal development, and podcasting. And when you bring those together, all of a sudden it's like, holy cow, I never thought about that because everyone's just thinking that this is so important to, to their show. And for us to be blocked as much as we are, or I shouldn't say blocked, but stonewalled has mm. been a little bit disheartening because I'm like, Hey, if people want my coaching, I'm not going to sit here and be like, here's how much I caught here, how much it costs for me to coach you. And here's well, that, surely that, that is, is, this sounds like it's a way you, you're just trying to find your voice. You're trying to find the way for you to authentically play by all the rules, yet be the person that you are. And if that particular platform you're on says no selling, well, then you can't sell. But oh my gosh, there are so many things that you can do around that. So maybe you're just, it is finding your voice with that little bit of frustration brought in, which when we're all frustrated, we can make dumb decisions. We can, there must be some that you're like, shit, yeah, I shouldn't have put that because that was blatant, that was obvious. So again, what? where's the focus? Where's the clarity? What are you actually trying to achieve? And if there's an underlying taste, flavor of, yeah, I, I was trying to make a sale. I was trying to just say, hey, have you seen this? Then maybe there's a level of finding, finding your focus, finding your clarity, being able to... Yeah. How do we talk about this? Because data doesn't lie. If it's not working, okay, what up with that? How do we choose this? So again, what you're going through is, I think a lot of people find this. How do I find my voice? How do I share value? Where's the level between value and selling? Because ultimately, you're in business. Yes, you want to help change the world through podcasts, but you also need to make a living. So that honesty and the integrity comes through. Once you find that alignment, I think you'll feel so much happier with it. And if people do stonewall, block, whatever, it'd be like, cool, that was not my place. That saved me from something. I don't know what, but it saved me from something. Yeah. Yeah. And to just stop putting energy into things that aren't working. And, but you have to go through that energy to realize it's not, it's not working. (laughs) Dude, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. And so I haven't like stopped that. I always want to bring out value. So I've kind of changed how I interact with those groups. I still post, I still comment. If I see someone that has legitimate questions, yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to help. Like that's always going to be just who I am. Right. That's probably why I'm broke, <laughs> you know, but it's, uh, I just, I like giving away things for free, but um, no. And, and now what's happening is, you know, joining, I've, I've had some really good uh, opportunities and collaborations just from joining shows and being a part of people's, mission like some of the mm-hmm. best con- I, I would say in the past two months some of the best contacts i've made yes they've come from a group in a sense of that's where i made the connection yeah. but it was people that were on a similar journey but they're in a different field and so i'm like hey 
I like what you're doing. I think you could use what we're doing. Is there a way we can work together? And guess what? We've had two really, really good collaborations with people uh, across North America that I think are kind of what we've been looking for. And so we're really nurturing that to grow, to make it really mutual, uh, nice. mutually beneficial for, for both of us. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to work really well. Nice. And dude, that, that is the power of the podcast. That is the power of what this is all about. This is what you're trying to scream and shout to people. If you do it properly, do it right, do it for the right reasons. Okay. Hold on. If you can do your outreach, your value in the exact same way that you're teaching people to use podcasts, maybe there's something that you know, but you're not applying from your own teaching. If you can leverage that, your skill set into, into that zone. I'm sure what that is, but maybe there's something there that's like, ah, oh, it's right under your nose. You know this stuff, but you're not applying it to this aspect. That yeah, can be interesting. You, you can be your own worst enemy. And, and when you look at podcast structure, um, I mean, yes, there's some solo podcasts. They do well. That's, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But the mo mm -hmm. majority of successful podcasts are an interview-based style. What is an interview other than collaborating? You're literally collaborating with someone else to create some content and some value, uh, a value piece of programming. It's collaboration and collaboration is the key to success in podcasting. Let's be real. So I think that comes across in business. And and sometimes we're very like, we keep things together, even in business, like coming, like I said, construction industry. I mean, another roofer drives by and everyone's just snarls at each other as they drive by. And it's like, why? Why? There's enough room for everybody. And especially in podcasting, there's enough room for everybody. Mm. like spotify doesn't cap out there's 2.2 million podcasts on spotify they're not like oh once we hit 2.3 no one else is coming in no they're like come on in come on in we need more because people are dropping off let's keep building this up so how do you stand out in 2.2 million podcasts on spotify mm. if you do if you think you're going to do it by yourself it's, it's just not going to work you need to collaborate and it's not about collaborating with someone who has celebrity status it's about collaborating with somebody that knows what they're doing and that's why we decided that, you know, maybe it's going to be a bit of a grind, but the coaching and strategy content model that, that we offer, we're like, because it will elevate the right people and it's mutually beneficial. And as you said, you know, this is, if this is still in its infancy, as it opens up, you can get to the place where you're the, you're the authority that yeah. you, you know, you know, your stuff It's how to share that with the audience that, that they're coming, they're on their way just haven't quite found their feet yet. So, hey, Mitch, love that. Dude, thank you so much for sharing behind your business and from your perspective, being open about, yeah, it's tough, it's frustrating, but, oh, we keep going, right? Yep. Yeah. Dude, love that. Yep. Look, if people want to find out more about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? Uh, so we're on all the social platforms. We're, we're under our, our podcast brand, the Perspective Podcast. Um, but if you, if you want to get into the nitty gritty of what we offer the courses that we offer the coaching that we offer whether it be for podcast business personal all of that we have a multitude of projects uh to meet all your lifestyle needs um that's on our website perspectivepodcast.ca and uh yeah we're always always eager to help somebody there everyone if you're curious go check it out but mitch thank you so much for sharing with us today yeah no problem thanks again Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, 
we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.